realize that there's so much more than just the meme stuff. It's so much more than just tw- tw- twins. Yeah. And I wish that we saw more of the actual, like, talented, the, the massive talent guy in this movie. Because yeah. that stuff is, is honestly more uh, uh, interesting and entertaining than the meme stuff. Well, obviously. Yeah. Because that's him actually performing. Yeah. So I, I, I hope, I knew that we were going to get mostly, you know, the silly rage cage guy. Because it's that kind sure. of movie, of course. And, then, you know, that's what people like. But I thought there would be a little bit of insight, more of an insight into him as an actual person. Yeah. But I knew also that he is kind of cagey about revealing too much about himself. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Haha. <laughs> um, so I also thought, like, how much is he actually going to tell us? I don't think we're going to get to know too much. No. But whatever. Hello, and welcome to the SpoilerCast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them, even though they are brand new. Like the movie well. is today, <laughs> we're going to talk about in a little while. But first, my name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister and trusty co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello, and this is a bit of a special one, because, yes, uh, yes we're talking about the brand new, well, at least here in Sweden, I actually don't know when it came out, if it's been out in other countries, but for us, it's brand new, I mean, it's literally not out yet, uh, the movie, uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the uh, fake Nick Cage, uh, not biopic, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's the real Nicolas Cage playing a fake version of Nicolas Cage sort of movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the one, the, the, the meme movie, basically, um, which he has been doing press for now for, for weeks and months, it feels like. Um, we get a chance to see it early here in Sweden, the 25th of April. It's coming. Yes. It's coming up. 29th in, is the premiere date. 29th. Yes. You so, saw it about so a week early. Yeah. Um, well, it's four days, but beginning of the early. week instead of <laughs> end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I was very excited about that because maybe you don't know, but I run a completely different podcast called Madness in the Method, where me and my co-host on that show, Christopher, talk exclusively, exclusively, <gasps> exclusively about Nicolas Cage and his movies. Um, we've been doing it for quite a while now, and. Um, even, so you know, I've become. I was. I've always. I've always been a fan of Nicolas Cage. But after doing this and doing all the research for that show, um, for 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 a long time now, almost a year, um, I've built up quite a reverence for the man as a, as a performer, as an actor. Uh, so I was very very excited to see this movie since it is more of a meta kind of movie. Um, yeah. And also, if you want to check out that show, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's on the same channel. Just look for The Madness in the Method, and you'll find it. Or if you're listening on any other of our... Uh, the, va- the vast amount of podcast platforms we're on, it's on all the same platforms. Just look for Madness in the Method, and you'll find it. There are, of course, links also down below. Personally... But anyway, Oh yeah, I was, I was not too excited, because I'm not a major fan of Nicolas Cage. I haven't seen a lot of his work. I mean, I've seen some of it when I was younger. You've seen the, the, Not the big mainstream ones. The, the, the National late Treasure face-off, yeah, basically. exactly. <laughs> Not knowing who he was, really, to be All honest. Right. But um, 
I mean, it looks cool, and I've heard you talk a lot about him lately. So yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that could, this this could be fun. It could be interesting having him play himself. Yes. Um, but I got to say, even before we saw the movie, first time I heard about it, it's been talked about a while now. I think it was delayed a lot because of the uh, pandemic. Because um, I think I heard about this like two years ago or something, or at least a year ago. Um, they started talking about that the title. The title is very funny. That the the title is basically he's massively talented and oh woe is him for being so talented. Basically, oh, yes. <laughs> I mean I was like oh that's really funny that they're doing that. But then when the trailer started coming out, um there was this whole <clears throat> excuse me there was this whole separate B plot where he is basically a CIA spy spying on this guy played by Pedro Pascal, um who is allegedly a a a, a, a like. Uh, a cartel guy yeah and that sounded like ah oh, it's gonna get in the way of the movie and uh the, the you know the fun nicholas cage stuff and now having seen it uh yeah uh, sort of sort of yeah because spoilers i did not like this very much it wasn't terrible but i didn't like it a lot what, I... did, you, what did you think of it it wasn't what I expected. I mean, I wasn't super like, oh my god, it's going to be the most amazing movie ever, obviously. But I did I did imagine it would be slightly different. Yeah, because we talked... You didn't want to say when we were walking home from the theater. No, but, you know, no. we save our thoughts. Yeah. Um, what did you... Oh, Cat. Sorry. Um, what was I your, expected... What did you expect? Yeah. More of what we see, like, the beginning being. Him being him, basically. Yeah. And I thought that the whole the whole him going to this party and and just being a celebrity for hire would be just that. Yeah. Then when you saw the CIA stuff in the in the in the trailers, it's like, well, but he'll still be himself, right? He won't like go into character as the spy. No, no, he'll be Nicolas Cage, right? That could be kind of funny, I suppose, because. Even though, like, I didn't know if he does all his stunts himself or whatever, <laughs> usually. So I was like, maybe he'll just to. be terrible at it. Because he's older now, either way. So, like, whatever. Could be fun. But, yeah. That's not exactly what happens. It's sort of what happens. Yeah. Uh, but I then g- they kind of... I don't know. They kept going with it and going further and further and further. Like, can we stop? <laughs> Yeah, I, I gotta say, all the stuff where he is, the, the the spy stuff is, that was fucking, like, that was a snooze fest. I literally, yeah, you, you, you had to, keep, you kept nudging me in the end, because I was, I was completely zoned out yeah. during the end, because I was just like, the movie ends with a car chase, Every, you know, everything, <laughs> everything is revealed, you know, yeah, it's in the trailer, but everything is revealed, Pedro Pascal finds out about Nicolas Cage working with CIA, I, honestly, I don't give a fuck. We're spoiling this. Um, Pedro Pascal turns out that he's not this big cartel guy. I mean, he his family is, but he's more like the you know the figurehead, but also kind of the scapegoat. Then, while his brother is the one actually uh, holding well, the his leash, cousin, the leash. right? Oh, his cousin. Sorry, his cousin. Yeah, I think his novio, right? No, no, they say something else. But all oh, right, I, no, I, I no not novio. Sorry, I, my Spanish is rusty. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Um, so there's, you know, everything is revealed, but there's, they become such good friends during his stay on Mallorca, the, the island where this takes place, that, you know, they, they go out in a blaze of glory together, basically, and it's this long, not very f- exciting car chase, 
And I mean, for me, it felt like it's... an eternity. But yeah, it was that me, like, long. What, Ten minutes, maybe. Yeah, basically. Which is still because I didn't keep long. checking my watch to like how long. Yeah. how long is left? I, I, we like, we I, should I, be like five minutes left. What the hell is going on? I thought it was so uninteresting. Um, See, the problem I had with it was that it went from this like dramatic comedy sort of thing um, to like a what's it called a romance movie almost yeah like almost to, like a buddy cop but they're not cops yeah, to a full blown Nicolas Cage action movie yeah. or like any action movie really yeah. which I guess is part of the whole meta thing where you know his life literally becomes a Nicolas Cage movie ha ha yeah. ha 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 ha. Because it's a but movie. It's a Nicolas Cage movie about Nicolas Cage. The thing that bothered me most, and like you said, we're spoiling this completely. Yeah, already, fuck it. It's the whole that um, Nicolas Cage and, and Pedro Pascal's uh, character, what's his name again? Javi, Javi something. Javi Gutierrez. Gutierrez, right. Their relationship and their like plot that they start planning this movie script and then they're basically just writing down what's happening to them. Yeah. Partly when they're high and partly when they're not, obviously. Yeah. And in the end, that is a movie they make. I'm like, come on. Yeah, it's it's the it's the end of Tropic Thunder, like literally. Yeah. Couldn't they have like I don't know, realized them that script sucked and just not gotten it sold? That would have been more fun. Yeah, it's it's a cop out that. Uh, in in the end, yeah, because Javi's character, um, he has already written a script, which he uh, Nicholas Cage's uh, agent, uh, played by oh shit, I was gonna say Barney Stinson, but that's not his real name. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. NPH. NPH. Yeah, he 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 received the script, never gave it to Nicholas Cage because it sucked. Apparently, um, so they decide to also as a ruse for him to stay longer on the island to work for the CIA, they they decide to write a new script. And, yeah, they, they, they start the script-writing uh, process by taking acid, or LSD. Well, I guess sort of the same thing. Um, uh, yeah. So, the narrative that they start working on is basically this perceived paranoia thing that they have going on, which then turns into real paranoia, because Nicolas Cage is trying to spy on Javi while trying to act as his friend, and then trying to work that into the script without him finding out, which sounds very dangerous, which the yeah. agents point out. Um, and it is, it, 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 first of all, it gets messy. You can follow along, but it's still messy. It's, uh, it's very messy at it's, points. Um, it's convoluted. Uh, unnecessarily so. Um, and it and it leads to a bunch of scenes where... There's literally, I think, three or even four scenes in a row where Nicolas Cage thinks that the ruse is up, that Javi found, found out that he's working with CIA. Yeah. It's a part in front of the mirror the mirror door, which leads into the, the creepy Nicolas Cage museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was just reference central. Ugh. Um, and then after that, it's uh, him standing outside of his bedroom door and like, I have to show you something. I Like, you, you know, you have to come along with me. Yeah. And this is going to change our, our relationship, blah, blah, blah. And that just means, you know, he brought... Nicholas Cage's family to the island so that he can, you know, be with his family and work at the same time. Because, you know, he had obvious issues. The entire script he was trying to write had things to do with his personal relationship with his daughter. Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. When it was actually him looking Jesus for an Christ. actual uh, 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 kidnapped, kidnapped daughter. daughter on the island, the daughter of the, the president of Catalonia. Yeah, some politician or something. Yeah. 
Um, and it is hat does not like that we're recording right now for some reason. Yeah, hold it, <laughs> hold it. Nah, he doesn't like that. <sighs> anyway, anyway. Um, and that that all gets in the way because it's it's just annoying. It's 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 a it's a basic like thriller comedy stuff. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not entertaining. It's it's very. Um, I literally when when. When Pedro Pascal opens the door and he says, your family is here. I, I literally mouthed the words as he opened the door because I yeah. knew exactly what was going on. Like, it was, And I'm not good at predicting things. As much movies as I watch, as many movies as I watch, I'm very bad at predicting like plot points. So when I predict something, you know, you know it's a bad script. <laughs> um, and uh, it is just... The only times it's actually funny is when, yeah, when Nicolas Cage... The fake version of Nicolas Cage, because it's this is not the real Nicolas Cage. It's inspired by him, sure, but it's also exaggerated based on people's perception yeah, of him. Yeah, so he'll be more more funny, you know. Yeah. Um, it's only funny when he opens up to Pedro Pascal, to Javi. Um, but at the same yeah. time, you're like, oh, that's oh, that's that's interesting. That's because we rarely see him open up about himself. But then we don't know how much of it is actually him for real and what is just you know for the script you know the the made up version of the fake version of yeah so you're just like am i is this a moment or you know is this is this just a movie i don't know so it never I, I was never immersed into those parts either even though those parts are the funny parts and the exciting parts and the the, the uh the sweet parts so to speak yeah but then you throw in this this i don't know alter ego or something his younger yeah, self younger that like him. haunts like, him like late 80s version of Nicolas Cage is ha- haunting him basically but that's only in for like was it two scenes I remember was two three? scenes I don't know if I slept through another one but I remember two scenes it's the one in the two car in the beginning and then yeah. the bar in Mallorca before he gets kidnapped by FCA oh uh, there's one more later oh, okay. that you probably missed yeah. <laughs> they're also like I thought that would be more of a reoccurring thing yeah but no, they just tossed it in when they needed him to, I don't know, do more internal, like, reflect yeah. on himself it, more. But the but it doesn't really do much. No, it so didn't brief do much except for showing off the extra crazy version of him. Yeah, when he was he was more gung-ho back then. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess it's, it's part of him. It's his ego. It's his, yeah. it, uh, you know his what confidence, it, I suppose. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, it reminded me of of uh, Birdman, when Birdman is literally talking to uh, Michael characters ca- Michael Keaton's character in that movie. Michael, <laughs> Michael character's character. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Riggin something. Riggin. Yeah, something um, like that. And like saying like, man, you should you shouldn't be doing this shitty theater. You should be doing you know Birdman four. You could you could you should be a star. You know, it's it's that yeah. it's the ego creeping in, telling him to you know do what you know what the public wants, not what he wants, and it's kind of similar here. Sure, but it it didn't it they didn't fully utilize it. No, because it's so brief and it it's neither so, to make him look completely between. crazy, which they could have, yeah. or to have him actually like realize stuff. Because the only thing is, you have that that funny thing that they put in the trailer where he's just screaming that he's in Nicolas fucking cage. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Like um, what? He's not contributing at all with his younger self. No. Um. the The only the only the only thing that like saved those scenes is the fact that he literally makes out with himself. 
Yeah. Which feels like a very Nicolas Cage thing. Like, sure. He, if he had the chance, he would make up with himself. Obviously, because he's a great kisser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there were some laughs in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like the first Specifically the first in the beginning. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. It's very funny because that's when they totally focus on him as a character. Yeah. It's a character portrait of him. Even if it's you know, fake, he's, that's still, he's still funny. It's still interesting. Yeah. It's um, as soon as he he gets in cahoots with the CSI that we kind of lose CIA, CIA, right? Yeah, we kind of lose the Nicolas Cage movie and just end up with a run of the mill spy action movie. Yeah, like literally the first time he has to do a mission for them, you know, sneak in um, to the you know command central in Hobby's yeah. house and you know bug his cameras. Uh, I mean, it, sure, it that was. was- like- kind of funny but it was like that bad kind of no, funny and get fo- smart it was, it was forced because before yes. that all the comedy came from just like they talked about kind of funny they talked about it in, you know when they were writing writing their script talking about like uh how comedy shouldn't just be two people talking it should you know, have a story move forward yeah but the really funny parts in the movie it's just two people talking when Javi and Nick is talking that's that's the fun that's the entertaining stuff um, and as soon as he started doing the mission, all the excitement just got sucked out of the movie, and they had to yeah. force comedy, um, like physical comedy, that he he um, accidentally like sedates himself uh, and has to like crawl on the floor, um, like yeah. uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street when he when he eats the bad quaaludes. The right, worst part of that was that everyone in the theater fucking loved it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Once they were again, like constant, completely like laughing, laughing out loud. I mean, sure, I did too at some point. In the yeah, some of it was said. fun. Yeah, but like after a while, I was like, you really find that funny? Yeah, it's, like are you sure? Because it's not going anywhere. It's so base. It's much yeah. funnier than the other scenes. Laugh then, you know. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> I think but, that also kind of took me out of it because like I started realizing that a lot of people are just laughing at the stupid jokes because you're supposed to laugh yeah. or are they that dumb <laughs> which once again they kind of make fun of in the movie when uh, yeah. when Tiffany Haddish uh, explains to him like you have to keep spying for us and he's like no it's going to ruin the script we're writing uh, you know because she wants him to uh, ask yeah. him about the kidnapping so like as a way to get into the script, you know, and it's like we can't add a kidnapping scene; it'll turn into an action thriller. It's not what we want. It's, it's bad. Like, but it's, it, and then she says it's crowd pleasing. Yeah, that's the hope to get people into the theater, which is what they did. Uh, which with is the what movie. they do in the movie and in real life, I suppose. This is this is meta in a weird yeah, way. And, but but it's kind of funny because uh, recently, me and Christopher recorded uh, an, an episode of Madness in the Method where we talked about the movie Adaptation, where Nicolas Cage plays uh, Andy Kaufman. Um, and the story is that Andy Kaufman, who is a real screenwriter and director, um, he is he was tasked, in the beginning of the 2000s, he was tasked to write uh, an adaptation, uh, a script adaptation of a book called The Orchid Thief, which is a non-fiction okay. book without a s- plot in it. There's not a, like a... a th- Structure. There's not a story in it. It's just a you know book about orchids and a person who grows them. Um, <laughs> okay. He got such writer's block and like he get, became so 
like angst-ridden with trying to turn this into a movie, then instead of writing a movie uh, based on the book, he wrote a movie about himself trying to write the script based on that book. Yeah, which is what so this he adapted is. reality basically. Yeah. However, th- and that one also starts playing then with uh, with you know crowd pleasing hooks and stuff you have to put in a movie to make it a movie that people actually want to go see, uh, which uh, that's why a movie about orchids um, ends up with you know explosions and a car chase in the end. Yeah. It, oh. But in that one, uh, for me, I thought it was very clever. But Christopher, he pointed something out that you know. Just because you point out that, oh, this is the silly stuff that we just add in there so that the masses will love it, doesn't excuse the fact that you put that dumb stuff in your movie. <coughs> exactly. Which I, I completely agree with, but I, you know, I think you can do it more or less clever. Adaptation sure. did it very, very cleverly, while this movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, made it in the dumbest way possible. And it was just like, we need a car chase in the end. And they had a car chase. Yeah. It was, and it, it that just sucks all the fun out of the movie. Yeah. So. It also, like, because it, it, it also ended up being very confusing because of it. Because the writing, it felt like the script they were writing for Unbearable Weight. Yeah. Is the script they end up writing in the movie. Yeah. And then just adding the... They're, they're like they're like trying to um, what's it called um, predict the future by making their movie in the movie a massive success. Yeah, yeah, huh. which is also which is a little bit um, conceited, I want to say, but I'm not sure that's a word. Well, it's kind of it's you know what it is kind of masturbatory. Like, yeah, this movie is yeah. going to be a huge success because we wrote it as a success. Exactly. It's very yeah. I'm so good at this. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, Though f- luckily, Nicolas Cage doesn't seem to have been involved in writing this movie. <laughs> no, he because if he it, had, it would have been horrible. Yeah. Like that. That would have just been yeah. I'm making a movie about myself, bringing myself back into the acting world, which is so funny. Uh, or uh, well, it's not funny. It's ironic. Because, yeah, the movie ends with us seeing the fictionalized version of the events that happens in the movie. Yeah. Where so we're seeing the have... movie in the movie. Yeah, movie. exactly. <laughs> and ev- and then it's the end, and everyone stands up, and they applaud, because, oh, Nicolas Cage made a great movie again. Um, which, for the general audience, yes, he had spent the last ten years, even more maybe, making, you know, B-movie crap. Um, yeah. The last movie I remember, except for Pig. Yeah, we'll get before to Pig, that. Yeah. Is like Ghost Rider, and I yeah. never watched that. Well, that's two thousand seven, <laughs> and he's made exactly. so much trash in between. However, you know, if you know the man, I, I haven't seen a lot of those. I've seen a couple of those movies, and they're bad. He's always good, though. That's the thing. He's always sure, good. and that's the thing because he has talked about that, like why he has picked these like low budget. Like, yeah, just come out and say it, trash movies. It's because he loves acting. If some guy says, I can't pay you a lot, but I'll give you half my budget. I'll give you a million dollars if you take this part in my movie. He'll say yes, because he He loves acting. And he he thinks it's it's cool to give someone a chance to make his movie. Because he knows how fun it is to make movies. Which is awesome, but it also, you know, it has affected his... 
you know, superstar Career. status. Yeah, it has. Um, not that he seems to care too much. Um, no. Which his character in the movie also doesn't really do. He doesn't really care. Um, but yeah, it ends up yeah in in the in the public eye, which he is a public figure because he's a he's an actor, uh, yeah. uh, uh, like an A list. Well, he used to be A list celebrity actor. You have to maintain a certain like uh, status status, uh, you know, and not not and personalize. Yeah, what you talk about in the movie, you can't make every crap movie. Sometimes you gotta wait a little bit, you know. You know, yeah, wait give for the, the audience parts. something to to. Uh, Wait long for, for yeah, long basically. for yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, but 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 so this is that's what the general audience is like. Remember him for, and that's why I think this is supposed to be his big mainstream comeback, sort of, but also it not. Feels like it. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say the ironic part is that he has done some of his best work in his career in the last few years. Um, he They mentioned Mandy. I don't know if you have you seen Mandy? I haven't. It's I know a, which one it is. Yes, yeah, it's a super weird, it. like, avant-garde, heavy metal movie, basically. Yeah. Um, where he's not so much acting as he is performing, which he talks about uh, both in interviews and in this movie, that he's more of a performer than an actor, and he's amazing in it. But if you want, you know, just heavy-duty acting from him last year, uh, my second favorite movie of the year, yeah, was Pig. <laughs> and yeah. that might be, like, the best work he has done since 95, when he won an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. His performance as Robin in Pig is... Some of the best acting I've seen in years. It is oh, insane yes. how good that movie is and how good he is in that movie. That After- like like so sure that's not maybe the general audience movie, but it got a lot of buzz. It got a lot of like people talking about it. That is this movie in the end of Massive Talent that you know he wants to show people. It should have yeah. been Pig, not the crap shit they're doing in this movie, Massive Talent. Yeah, after watching Massive Talent, I'm almost ashamed to think that Pig and Massive Talent have the same main actor. Like, well, it's not he that should. <laughs> no, but no, but like, it it's Pig is a masterpiece. Uh, yes, it is. It's a this bona fide is barely barely blockbuster junk. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and it's unfortunate. I don't, once again, it, I don't think he's bad in it. No, but no, no, he's not bad, but the script is bad. The, the story is, is bad. Terrible, yeah. The the idea is horrible. Like even even No, the idea is good. It's when they cuz you know, uh, Nicholas Cage is Nicolas good. Cage is good. Yeah. Yes. It's when they but actually the rest... wrote it into a script that it became terrible because oh, we only have 40 minutes. Uh, uh the CIA wants him to be a spy also. So we can get But an I also hour out of hate that. the part of him trying to write a movie with Pedro Pascal's character. Yeah, that's just stupid. I mean, it it just it just makes it more. It should have adding just... on to him trying to showcase that. Yeah, I'm a great actor. I'm like, fuck off. It should have just been them hanging out at his estate, um, doing acid or drinking and writing the script and uh, talking about. Because there's this brief moments where they talk about talk about the woman that um, Javi is in love with, Pascal's character. Uh, but right. he can't really because of his you know mix up with the cartel. He can't really his reveal family. his love. Yeah, um, 
And of course, we get a lot of you know they, they talk a lot about Nicolas Cage's daughter in this movie and how she feels alienated because whenever they ha- hang out, all he really talks about is our movies, you know, because he loves movies, which I love about him. And I know that in real life too. He loves movies. Does he have a daughter in real life? I actually don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think he has a couple of kids actually. Um. And that's that's also like something that is so admirable about him because there are a lot of actors that aren't like really into movies. I mean, they watch movies like a regular person, but they're yeah. not really into it. It's more like, yeah, I love acting, but you know, I don't watch a lot of movies. Nicolas Cage has said and and says in this movie also that he loves to watch movies. Well, yeah, and it's just like ah, there's more more things to love about him as a person. <laughs> um. He gets like he gets like obsessed over old movies. It's it's so amazing, um, and I wish we had more of that in the movie. Them hanging out, opening up um, about their feelings to each other, um, and and you know coming to some you know coming to understand what's what's wrong with themselves. And you can even have the thing where where. Uh, Javi flies out Nicolas Cage's family and it gets super awkward for a while. Yeah. But then, you know, this gives him time to actually spend time with them and work. And it could have been, I guess it would have been more of a drama comedy than an action comedy, but I think that would have been a lot more uh, entertaining. That would have been much better. I would rather have them, even if they had to be drunk or high, like playing truth or dare, talking about their feelings, discussing, perhaps not writing a, a script, but at least discussing his script that, that um, Javi had wrote, written already. Yeah, and maybe yeah. like actually going through that and, and Nicholas Cage showing off some of his massive talent yeah, in filmmaking. They could end up in silly situations where they could reference sure, because they're Nicholas Cage drunk. movies uh, or... Uh, uh, you know, he can use like prior knowledge from his film film knowledge yeah. to to get out of situations or whatever. You know, they can still yeah. do that part, but just skip the whole CIA thing. It ruins everything. Even skip the whole cartel thing, and the you don't need yeah. to have that no. sort of threat. You it could just be threat. that. Yeah, it could just be that Javi is this. He's this rich guy who runs this massive corporation. Like on the outside, he is like you know the the perfect renaissance man but inside he's super awkward about it like yeah because all he does just like nicholas cage all he does is work that's why he's so successful but it also that has hampered his social life just like nicholas cage is struggling to connect this with his family javi struggles to uh express his feelings for gabriella yeah they could even like they could have even thrown in like a a hitch moment where where Nicolas Cage shows Javi how to seduce a woman or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. Like throw in a little rom com in there. Than, yeah, yeah. Why not? Don't turn rather it into an that movie. than action. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, do, do you have the IMDb page up? Yes. The guys who wrote this movie. Um, Tom Gormican and Kevin Etten. Yeah, once again, this is gonna make me sound very elitist and like I know any know more than I actually do, but whatever, I don't care. I think they know Nicolas Cage, the meme, more than Nicolas Cage, the character. They know that not the bees, and they know, you know, I want that cake. They know yeah. all that stuff. They know all the stuff you see on Reddit. You know, the whole uh, Nicolas Cage is God. Uh, subreddit whatever it is I don't think it exists anymore yeah no yeah it does 
Men no, det här var, part. But, but the first guy, Tom Gormigan. Yeah. He has three writing credits. Yeah. That awkward moment oh, from 2014. The one with Miles Teller. Uh, yes. Ugh, I haven't seen the it. The TV show Ghosted. Oh. <laughs> and then this. He created it and then write, wrote like one, one episode or something. Yeah. And then Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And the other guy. He's directed An Awkward Moment and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Okay. And he acted in That Awkward Moment. <laughs> okay, so he has done nothing. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, doesn't mean he's... That has, no. You know, doesn't mean he's bad, but like... Because the guy who really wrote have... and directed Pig had never done anything other than like shorts before Pig. True, so, you true, know, true, But true. still, yeah, okay, I get it, yeah. And then the other dude, he has 14 credit as a producer and 14 credits as a writer. Anything you'd recognize? Um, bunch of TV shows. Yeah. He was story editor for Desperate Housewives. He wrote a couple of episodes for Reaper, which I didn't like oh. that show. Um, like two episodes for Scrubs. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Son of Zorn, one episode. Workaholics, a few episodes. Uh. He was on Ghosted, of course, with the other uh. dude. But nothing like that super sticks out. No. Yeah. One TV movie. Canned. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, me neither. From 2009. Uh, yeah, and, and um, it feels like... Because I also, for many, many years, mostly knew him as, you know, Nicolas Cage, the meme, you know, the Rage Cage Yeah, guy. I only knew not the bees. That's all I knew, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then, like... Oh, like seven or eight years ago. No. When you we were on a family vacation to Greece, was that 2010? Yeah, probably. Okay, okay. So about 10 years ago, 12 years ago then. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I knew him as the meme guy, but then I bought w- Wicker Man because, oh my god, it's the movie, it's the Not the Beast movie. I found yeah. it in, in a Greek, like, uh, uh, I don't know, like... like Grocery high, store or something. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I'm gonna buy that one, why not, you know, while I'm here. I watched that and like, oh yeah, it's, it's, and then that movie is fucking amazing because he is full on, you know, meme in that movie. Oh yeah. But That's one of the was... few I have seen, actually, and... I remember enjoying it at least. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but it was while watching that that I got so like I wanted to see more of Nicolas Cage and I discovered uh, some more of his meme movies, you know, all the the bad movies, but I also like yeah. saw some of his better movies and even if I didn't do like a lot of research back then, I started to get more of it like, oh wait, he's actually a good actor. Okay, in some stuff. He's not just a silly guy. Who's doing Ghost Rider and and, and uh, uh, Wicker Man and stuff like that? Yeah. And then, twenty seventeen, when I uh, when I f- watched Vampire's Kiss for the first time, that's when I realized, wait, this guy's a genius, like legit, <laughs> uh, uh, an acting performing genius. And that's when I started doing like a lot of research mm-hmm. on him. And since then, I've been like a huge fan of him, and. Realized there's so much more than just the meme stuff. It's so much more than just tw- tw- twins. Yeah. And I wish that we saw more of the actual, like, talented, the, the massive talent guy in this movie. Because yeah. that stuff is, is honestly more uh, uh, interesting and entertaining than the meme stuff. 
Well, obviously. Yeah. Because that's him actually performing. Yeah. So I, I, I hope... I knew that we were going to get mostly, you know... The silly rage cage guy, because it's that kind sure. of movie, of course, and then, you know that's what people like. But I thought there would be a little bit of insight, more of an insight into him as an actual person. Yeah. But I knew also that he is kind of cagey about revealing too much about himself. <laughs> ha ha. Sorry. Ha ha. Um. So I also thought, like, how much is he actually going to tell us? I don't think we're going to get to know too much. No. But whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm 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 looking at his like upcoming projects that are announced on IMDb. Some of... First of all, he's doing, like, three projects in 2022. Yeah, he's always doing at least one movie a year. There are some... One of them's a TV mini-show, though. And I'm so scared of that one. He plays Joe Exotic in the Untitled Joe Exotic Project. He has said, though, in a... He did, he did like, an undercover social media thing for, like, Esquire, some magazine, you know, the, all the videos, you yeah. know, where he went undercover onto Twitter and stuff. And he actually talks about that. Um, and he says, in that least, he, like, kind of brushes over it. But he's like, I'm glad that's not happening anymore. Okay. So that it's might just, be... It's just marked announced, though. Yeah, so I, I think that, that might, might not happen anymore. It might, you know, but he, from what he says, it's not really happening anymore, which I'm glad. Because it sounds silly, like... nobody also... Ca- nobody cares about Tiger King anymore. No, after the second <laughs> season... A, like, after the first season, yeah, it was like, f- yeah, we don't need more. It was a flash that in the pan, a, it's over. That was a, a early pandemic fl- fling, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, he is playing Dracula in Renfield, yes, probably. And I'm, and I'm sort of scared of that. I'm very much looking forward to that, because he is a huge... Uh, Dracula and just vampire in general fan. So I think yeah. that could be a lot of fun. But I'm also afraid of what kind of Dracula he could be. Yeah, I don't know what kind of movie it is. Hopefully it's a, like a serious movie that lets him, you know, uh, un- unrestrains him a little mm. bit. And lets him go wild looking, a little bit. Looking at the cast list, I'm afraid it might be more comedy. Oh no. Who's in it? Well, we have Ben Schwartz. Oh. Well, Aquafina. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, we have Nicholas Holt. He can be both comedy and, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, not. Yeah. So, And I cannot pronounce her name. Um, Sorore Ahadashlu? She's done serious stuff? I, I, yeah, whatever. I know her face. Hold on. I'll look it up. Yeah. I, I, rec- I, cannot I think pronounce- I recognize the name. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna play um, Ella in Renfield. Oh, Shora Agdashlo. Yeah, yeah, isn't that what yeah. I said? <laughs> yeah, she's good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it could be a bit of both, but I mean, Ben Schwartz could also just be comic relief. I don't know. Sure, uh, and even even if it's just a comedy, that's a, that's a good cast, you know. Sure, it could be exciting, but I'm still scared it's going to be super campy, over the top, like Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage playing Dracula kind of thing. Yeah. You know, where he goes too far. (laughs) Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Unfortunately, this movie has kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. 
for his acting career. Yeah, and that's, that's... It honestly kind of... Like, Pedro Pascal is a good actor. And even he, uh, him, I'm like, dude, you, you agreed to do this? I think this was actually... Yeah, he agreed to do this um, before he exploded with The Mandalorian. That's why. Sure. Because this is probably... Uh, this is something they'd like... Probably signed up to do in like 2018 or something, just before he became like a superstar, because of yeah. um, what was it he blew up with? Was it Mandalorian? No, people talked about him before that. Didn't I they? mean, he's been in a lot of things. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I mean, I've seen him and stuff before that. I mean, I he guess was, wasn't his like big break though in Narcos. Narcos, maybe Game of Thrones. That was the first time I heard about him. I think. All right, he was in Game of Thrones as well. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, like, yeah, I, like, if this was a movie actually being made now, I don't think they would have get Pedro Pascal. I don't think so. No. Um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate that the movie isn't better than it is because it had massive potential. And it had massive talent in it, so... They just kind of... They botched it. Botched the script. Yeah. Which is bad, because... People shouldn't... People shouldn't watch this. They should watch... Uh, they should watch Pig. fucking... Pig. They should watch The Family Man. They should watch Snake Eyes. They should watch... Uh, uh, Matchstick Man. Or, you know... I... Uh, even something a little newer. Yeah, you said Pig, but... Uh, what else he's done that's like good recently? He did uh, Doggy Dog is good. He has a small role in Snowden, the Snowden movie, which I thought was good. Like, why I is guess that? Mandy, it's, of course, Mandy. It's uh, it's Nicholas Cage's own fault, though. I don't want to. That's the thing. I don't want to say that, but yeah, I guess because he agreed for to do it. For agreeing on doing yeah. the 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 shit, basically, that that's his fault. Yeah. But that's you know, like we said in the beginning, that's kind of his thing, like. He saw that these guys, especially that guy who's only made TV stuff before, or barely made anything, the first guy. Yeah. Like, this was his big break, you know, his chance to make a movie, a real movie with a real Hollywood star in it. And he's like, sure, I'll help you. Why not? That's what I do. So yeah. that's, it's admirable, but uh, it's, it turned Maybe out to be one of those bad have, movies. I don't know, gone through the script and changed some stuff together? I don't know, something, yeah. something? I don't think he... Uh, that's, no, but that's also not his thing. Like, he... He'll, he respects the... He just the, does whatever He respects is, the artist. Sure, sure yeah, he, I suppose. He adds his stuff to it, but he won't start changing things. That's not his no, style. I guess. Which is both, yeah, good and bad. Like, like it's, it's a... This movie is a microcosm of his entire career. Like, yeah, it's... He's good in it, it's admirable that he would do a movie like this with with you know uh, unseasoned guys, but that's also kind of what has turned him into a C-list actor. Yeah, and why people kind of see him more as a joke or a meme than an actual great actor and performer as he is. Yes, and contrary to what they want or try to manifest by the ending of this movie, I don't think that this movie will be. A great success. No, I don't think. There's not even a lot of, like, funny moments that could become memes in this. Except for the I'm Nicholas fucking Cage thing. But that's already become a meme, sort of. Yeah. And died. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah that's gonna have to be it, man. There's gonna be a short episode. Uh, yeah. Sorry. It's just we're, not... we're, we're as bummed as you. There's not a lot to say about it, to be honest. And 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it isn't a lot. Don't don't see it. To be honest, don't waste your time. It's no. a short enough movie, but don't waste your time. No, you know what? Rent it if you really want to see it. Yeah. Rent it when it comes out on digital or whatever. Uh, it's not worth the you know tra- going to the cinema, sitting down in a in a bunch of smelly assholes next to you, laughing at stupid yeah. jokes. Yeah. Watch no. it at home if you want to watch it. Mm, yeah. That's my recommendation. Watch yeah. It no, home. I agree. I yeah. agree. And uh, yeah, Nicholas Cage. If you ever hear this, <laughs> I would love, I would love to talk to you and have you on our Nicholas Cage podcast. That would be amazing. Um, I, 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 I might have sounded a little harsh here, but I, I, I'm a, I'm a huge admirer of your work. So, There's uh, still a lot of amazing. Movies oh yeah, made. you've done more good than bad. Definitely, you know. So, but unfortunately, it's the bad stuff that. That sticks yeah, in people's minds. Yeah. So anyway, that's going to have to be it. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you like the show, you know, hit follow or heart or whatever on any platform that you're listening to this on. If you're on YouTube, of course, subscribe. If you want to listen to this episode early, because uh, we're recording this on Monday, and we're also going to release this on Monday, if you listen to this on Patreon... Because for three bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week. Usually a companion piece to our free episode. You also get monthly commentary tracks. This month, we are releasing our Evil Dead remake commentary track. Oh, yes. You also get early access to my Nicolas Cage podcast. A bunch of stuff for just $3 a month. Help us in our independent podcasting adventure. Um, and help yourself to some awesome uh, uh, bonus features. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're listening to this... Uh, uh, on YouTube or any of the, the free platforms you're, you're listening to this on the 29th uh, uh, Saturday the 29th um, uh, but you could have listened to this on Monday the 25th so uh, unless yeah. perhaps unless perhaps you found us via one of our socials and you became a patron then thank you very much exactly thank you very much for being a patron yeah, because this is this is being early. This is an early release on Patreon. So I should also say in this episode, thank you so much if you're listening to this on Patreon. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, tell all your friends. But that's gonna have to be it. Once yes. again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode when we're gonna talk about what? I forgot. We're actually doing a new Marvel movie for once. Oh right, we're yeah. doing a Marvel movie. We're for doing once. Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness or whatever. Madness in the multi. I don't know. It's, it's going to be so much fun that one. to talk shit about it. But we'll Probably. see you then. And until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vidian. Produced by Tobias Vidian. Executive producer is Annika Vidian. Direction and sound editing by Tobias Vidian. A big thank you to all our supporters over on Patreon for keeping this show going. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad.